you're tuned into the How Ladies Roll podcast, and this is Sharon. Salome. And this is Melissa, and we are three badass women who love a good combo. Yeah, and we're going to be talking about things that your mama never told you about sex, relationships, love, money, career, and mental health. That's damn right. So if you guys want to learn more, continue listening, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HowLadiesRoll to leave five stars on today's episode and to subscribe to today's podcast. So tune in, sit back, relax, and let's get on with today's episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Kisses. Hello, and you're tuned into the How Ladies Roll podcast, and this is Sharon. This is Sal. And this is Melissa. And we're kicking off season two. We're going to start off with horoscopes, and uh, Melissa, why don't you start off? Yeah, so I am a Taurus, so my horoscope for today on uh, Tuesday, November 26th is music art and movies will provide the fun and good times you're craving right now so it's the perfect time to go to a concert art gallery or theater it's important to get out and enjoy these things amidst uh other people instead of staying home with netflix (laughs) Uh, the diverse energy of an audience will stimulate you and inspire you to explore more creative ways to make your life what you want it to be. Mm. So, just an overview, guys. We are checking all our horoscopes on astrology.com. Thank you very much, astrology.com. Mm-hmm. So, I guess my horoscope today, I feel like it's more of a theme. And I feel like it's pretty funny considering that we're gearing up for the holidays. So, I feel like this is already telling me, like, hey, holidays are coming up. Like, mm-hmm. it should be time to start surrounding yourself with people mm-hmm. instead of kind of staying alone by yourself. And I feel like, especially at this time of year, it's into the holidays, and it can be very happy, but a very sad time at the same time for a lot of different people is just to mm-hmm. kind of surround yourself with relationships that make you feel good. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like that's what I'm doing right now. So it seems like this is just more so projecting and confirming what I'm trying to do with my time this time of year. I love it. Yeah. Sal, what does yours say? Mine says, uh, oh, sorry. I am a Cancer. Loud and proud. So today, November 26, 2019, your life needs a bit of cleanup, but not in the way you might think. The clutter is not in your closets or under your bed. It's inside your head. Okay. Sounds like Dr. Seuss. (laughs) You're holding on to a lot of odd assumptions right now, mostly about some people who have entered your life recently. Scrub your memory bank clean and get rid of the get rid of the gunk and dust that is clouding your thinking. Wow. What is that? Let people define who they are by what they do. It's safe to let go of your suspicions. Bro, I'd, I have no idea. Oh, you don't? I don't. I I think it mainly has to do with maybe some friends from my high school who came back into my life. Uh. So, I, I don't know if I'm suspicious or... Well, my other two friends, we were all like a big group of girls in, in high school. Mm-hmm. So, the one older sister sent, uh, sent me a link, like a GoFundMe page. Uh, her sister has lupus. 
Um, and then I was like, okay, you know, something in my gut told me it doesn't feel right. Yeah. So then I sat with it. The next day, I was like, should I donate? We've been friends since high school. But really, we dropped off from university, right? Right. So anyway, I sent money out of the goodness of my heart. And then that all of a sudden, both the two sisters sent me a message. And I haven't talked to them five, six years or maybe longer. Right. So now I'm like... You know, and then I scroll on her page, and she has two Beamers. Like, her and her husband drive Beamers. Okay. And then, oh. yeah, and her sister has a nice house with kids. And I'm like, I don't know. It, it, it didn't sit, yeah. didn't sit too, too well with me. So then, now I don't know. Now I'm reading the horoscope. I'm like, hmm. Yo, it sounds aligned with your horoscope. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. It's like your horoscope is telling you, wake up, by the way. You're thinking this, but you need it's to true. face it. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's a, that's the first time where I'm like, okay, horoscope, because all the other times I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah save money for that toaster. This eh, is really yeah, particular no. to your yeah. situation. Yeah. yeah, it's probably it's probably really telling you like, you know what? Just trust your. It's just another like confirmation to trust your gut. Yeah, yeah exactly. I like that. What? Sharon, what about yours? I'm kind, I'm still like stunned. That's yeah, crazy because it's just... really specific. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, I'm a Virgo. And my horoscope for today, November 26, 2019, says, Perseverance is a very beautiful thing to master. Sure, it takes patience, but if you keep going and stick with things, everything eventually starts to make sense. You'll have your eureka moment at some point today, and therefore everything will have much more purpose and be much more enjoyable. Past moments... Or past comments that confuse you now click in a whole new way, and you'll be struck by a great idea that no one else has thought of yet. Pursue it with everything you've got. Mm. Hmm. I think the the first part, the perseverance, is a very beautiful thing. So for the past month or so, I've been kind of going back and forth with a specific healthcare practitioner for my fa- for my son. So I think that's what it is because yeah. it's telling me to be patient, stick to things, and everything will make sense. So I think rather than worrying about like where people are screwing up, it's like let's just let's just get this done and get it done right. So I think that's helping me kind of like stay ba- get back into my lane. Yeah. That was actually it says you'll have your eureka moment. Today I realized it's just too many people, too many people communicating with one another that we can't seem to see eye to eye. Right. Mm-hmm. Because like the doctor will call a different doctor and another doctor will call another doctor and I'm like I'm just going to be the filter. I'm just going to go to each one and say, tell me what you need. You tell me what you need. And that was a mo- thing that I had today when I was preparing the that's tacos. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Astrology.com is on point. It's, it's wow. definitely on point. It's like, got its, our phones are capped. I think Astrology.com has like a deal with who, with the FBI who spies. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, everybody has like their own, have you guys ever seen those memes where you have like your own FBI? Yeah. <laughs> it's like me, me to my FBI guys. Like, oh, yeah. like me searching like sad right. songs. And then yeah. it's like FBI agent Charles. Yo, man, you feeling okay? today yeah <laughs> it's literally that that's so true they're sending info to astrology.com like here's what yeah. all the Virgos are doing today like data send data all the Virgos all the Virgos everything or RCMP because we're in Canada because <laughs> that be our FBI RCMP yeah, yeah. They, they'd be the Canadian version well, RC, like it's it's Royal Canadian Mountie Police but they must have a different like what is department it? for people who do more like, like investigational work. Yeah, it's not a CSI yeah. like CSI. It feels weird because it doesn't CIA. Feel, yeah, I'm curious yeah. now actually 
Leave us a message in the comments what the FBI equivalent in Canada is. We would yeah. like to know. Is it RCMP, ABC123? Or what? <laughs> what Yo, could it be? I think your your horoscope is also on point because you're a very perseverant person. You're a very patient person. Like mm-hmm. there's there's so many things where you have you have such patience where I would have lost it, you know whether it's employers or friends or whatever the case may be. I think so too. And I think you always, once you put your mind into something, you persevere through it. Like, I, I don't think I've met you through good or bad times where you're just like, eh, you know, I'm going to quit today. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. you're, you're very, even when, when you found out Makai had diabetes, you're just like, all right, I'm going to cry it out. But now how do we do this? And yeah. you, even, you even tell him to go through sports and do things like a normal person. Mm-hmm. You discuss, like you actually talk to him about your, your time, your yeah. blood. Like, I think that's important to to have that patience because a lot of people would just be overwhelmed and just be like, you know what? Yeah. I don't think I can do this. Like, mm-hmm. who, yeah. who can help me do this? And yeah. you're, you're figuring it out, you know what I mean? Thanks, yeah. Right. Yeah, I think I'm very patient too. Yeah. Very patient. I think actually having a kid has made me patient. I was yeah. not a patient person before. Really? And I, like you guys know, I didn't want children. But it really, he changed me. Yeah. He makes me look at things so differently. And like, honestly, children, and you'll see this in Frank too, children are so smart yeah. because they're so pure. Yeah. And they're not like influenced by other things. So they think very logically. Like, I remember one day Makai said something and I'm like, it's so simple, but he's so right. Fuck. I was like, God yeah. damn it. Like, but kids are like that. That's just all children. Yeah, and like, adults he's maybe, complicate things. You know? We totally do because yeah. we have so many emotions and experiences. Yeah. But he'll say things and I'll look at him and be like, I'm patient because of you. Because you broke it down so simple for That's me. really cool. It's like, for example, I remember he was invited to two birthday parties and I was like stressing. I'm like, oh my God, which one does he go to? He goes, well, I'll go to this one because I'll see the other kid at school the next week. And I'm like... <laughs> he's so smart <laughs> yeah but it's just like it's they're logical right yeah. and they simplify things because they're not bombarded with everything that we see right when we were like that we were like when we were yeah. young we were of like course. that we just don't yeah. see it because yeah. we didn't understand you're seeing what makes the most sense without incorporating feelings and how yes. you're feeling and so, so, like society expectations and yeah. expectations from your friends That's and true. from your family yeah. you're just thinking like what makes the most sense in this scenario mm. to make ev- to make everybody as comfortable as possible? Yeah, for sure. And it's something that should be like instinctually like your gut feeling. And yeah. I feel like that's the thing with kids is that kids really go by their gut, and that's yeah. why they're really smart. Yeah, it's like you can see it in a kid if they're just uncomfortable, just yeah, or like they're not happy with the situation, or they don't like somebody, like they yeah. just show yeah. it right away, yeah. and they're just and they just stay like to themselves or they act out, exactly. but like, and you know what? It's adults who are telling them, don't act that way. You have to be polite. But they're not being impolite. They're just showing you how they feel. They're yeah. reacting. But yeah, that's true. The older we get, we're conditioned to be a certain way. Yeah. And like you think about like back in the day when they had etiquette school yeah. and they were telling women like you have to do things this way and you didn't think twice about it because you were like, that's all I knew. That's, but yeah. now we have all these options where like, like I remember it was a podcast and you made a good point. Melissa, you were like, what if I forget about like preparing for a husband? I'm going to be an adult. I need to yeah. be able to do things on my own. Yeah, we don't think true. about it because yeah. we're conditioned to think you're going to get married, you're going to do this, and you, you're going to play a specific role in your life, and your partner will do yeah. this. And it's like our lives are etched out for us. It's yeah, true. it's true. Before and we even we, live them. Yeah, before, before we live them. And even you know, your parents, for a good chunk of it, is 
you're crying, that's wrong. Yeah. You mm. should be happy all the time. And if you're yeah. not happy, then it's something as yeah. a parent that I am lacking. You know, I'm not giving you enough shelter or food or whatever yep. the case may be. So you grow up in this the society that expects you to just keep your emotions in check. Yeah. Right? So as a kid, they're they're crying. They're like, I feel sad, but I don't know why. And they mm-hmm. tell you like, honestly, my cousin tells me all the time, I feel sad today, but I don't know why. And I'm like, it's okay to feel sad. Yeah. But no one ever told me, you know, it's yeah. okay to be sad and not have a reason. It's mm-hmm. okay to be emotional and not have a reason because yep. that's what feelings are for, mm-hmm. right? So then you grow up conditioned, like you said, just to be a robot and just be like oh i'm not supposed to feel this way yeah. this is completely wrong or even in a relationship you could feel lonely but you you don't know why because this person physically is here with you do you yeah. know what i mean so it's those things where like as a kid i'm just like man just keep it up you know yeah like yeah. just show what you gotta show like show everything be, you know be free be yourself yeah yeah i think that's so cool yeah. but you're again you're just a very patient person Thanks. Very patient. Yeah. Also really high right now. <laughs> All three of us are high. Thank you very much, Chanel, for coming by. With the big ass chode motherfuckers, man. Yeah, it was great. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, man. Welcome to Melissa ASMR. Welcome Melissa to Melissa ASMR. ASMR. Yes. Yep. Today. We will be smoking. Hey. I don't even know what, what the name was today of today's uh, herb. It was kind of purple. I don't know. I don't know like the it actual was a purple haze. It, wasn't purple haze. it wasn't purple haze. It was actually another one gifted to us. In- um, but I don't know what it was called, but I just know it was really strong. It's great. So, so shout out Chris. Thank you very much. Appreciate <laughs> shout it. Out, shout yeah, out, Chris. We don't... Oh. Thank you, Chris. It was good. Um, but yeah. So guys. Yeah. I feel like, and I know I mentioned a little bit before, but it's already, what, November 26th? Oh my goodness. No. Like, no. It's, no. it's like, we're all, like, we were, we were just like a day, like um, exactly a month minus a day from Christmas. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. <gasps> like, how Bananas. did this happen already? I feel like the last few weeks, the weather and just like Christmas just being thrown up in the air yeah. everywhere. And, and we are already having a snowstorm. Like it's we got true. so much snow a couple weeks back. We yeah. didn't even finish breaking all the leaves in front of our house, and it mm-hmm. already snowed. Yeah. So we had to wait for all the snow to melt in order before we can even finish raking them. Like we didn't even have fall. Yeah. It went from like summer. We had fall it's literally true. for like two weeks, two weeks. and then yeah, it was that winter. Was it. Yeah. I know. No, then, Mother Nature is pissed. Mother Nature is like, oh, you, you guys think you, you're just going to keep doing this? Yeah, I'm going to give you all kinds of seasons? Nope. Yeah. Like, religion, it wasn't even, first day of fall is what, the 23rd? 21st? 21st. Yeah, what was that, the 16th that we had that snow? It was, it was um, like two weeks ago on yeah, Monday. Yeah, it was two weeks ago. <laughs> Second week of November? Yeah. Like November, like... 11th or something or 10th like that it's just super crazy just and you know now i feel like we're not even gonna get snow in december because if you go outside right now it's it's eight degrees it's like spring weather it's nice it's it's weird it feels like so weird it feels like you know when um when winter's over and it's transitioning into spring and like the air changes like it feels like that right now it's been feeling like that this whole the last few weeks and it's been feeling really off it feels reverse and you know what it also feels like the snow was gone before it came yeah we had it literally for what three would you say three days 
Yeah, just like yeah, a lot snow. of snow. Yeah. Yeah, and then it was intense. Yeah. And then now it's like, yeah, you're right. It's like oh, it was intensely you. cold. It was icy. Yeah. Like it snowed a few times in my area too. I don't know, but like. I feel like it's just really starting to gear me up for the holidays. I feel like that little bit of snow was like, okay, like, yeah. it actually feels like it's winter, and I feel a little bit of the Christmassy, like, yeah. the, uh, the feeling of the like, like the commercial days. feeling of Christmas with, like, the tree and the lights and yeah. all the colors and, like, the Christmas carols and the TV specials and it's just, it's just like, really feeling it this year. you say that, how do you, how do you, Mel, prepare for, for the holidays well i make a list and i check it twice and i gotta find out who's naughty and nice i love it i was gonna start singing (laughs) but for for real since like 2012 i've been making like this ongoing like document of like just gifts and people who to buy for and just like Mm. ideas and i try to start it like in october Mm. just to kind of have an idea of like what i'm doing that year um but i feel like having a house this year and, and really I feel like enjoying Christmas a little bit more at our house because it's like the second year that we have our house, like the second time we're in our house during like the holidays. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was just really nice to decorate this year with like last year's decorations. Yeah. Because last year we had to buy everything new, right? So this year's like, oh, I have decorations from like oh, yeah. last year that like I reused. Right. And like we have more furniture in the house. The yeah. house feels more like ours. And I feel like just that. And like I'm really into the whole concept of being cozy and I think in um, Scandinavian Norwegian language it's called like Hagi like Hiji or I can't pronounce it yeah and it's pronounced and it's spelled H-Y-G-E-E and it's just like the overwhelming feeling of being cozy and happy and warm and and it's a concept by like in like Norwegian like like northern European like very Scandinavian countries and it's and it's a concept that it has like that word to in a whole culture and i feel like for me preparing for the holidays and i've only realized it this year because i've been reading more Mm -hmm. about that overall concept Mm -hmm. so for me the way i prepare is like putting up my lights and like having more of like that warm glow around the house more like twinkle lights like baking more cooking more things in the oven the house feeling really warm and like candles and and things that smell like pine and cranberry and and just like smells and cooking and and just like people coming over and playing yeah. board games. I don't know. It's just like that cozy, homey yeah. feeling yeah. that yeah. for me like feels like the holidays. Like I like, a quick anti- like a quick little story. Like my cousin came over once and she has um a son who's four, uh-huh. four and a half, and he came over and he calls me even though he's my cousin, he calls me Zia because of the uh, age difference. And yeah. He comes over and he's like Zia. And so he came over last November, and when he was only three, and he was just walking laps around my front room. And I'm like, like, buddy, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, he's like, Zia, it's just so cozy in here. And he went upstairs into, like, my bedroom. He's like, wow, it's so nice in here. (laughs) Oh, my God, that is so cute. And his mom, my cousin, looks at me, and she just starts laughing. He's like, it's so nice. And then he just wanted to lie in my bed with all the pillows. Oh, my gosh. In the cover. And then at one point, my mom was just like, Melissa, like, where are you? Like, we're in the we're in the dining room. I'm like, oh, like, I'm just making sure that, like, he feels cozy. Oh, and, like, he, like, laid on the couch with all the blankets. All the, the vortex. <laughs> That's it. And, like, it was just so cute. And it was just, like, that feeling where, like... I like when my house feels like that. And I feel yeah. like that's a very... And, again, that was last November. So, mm-hmm. I feel like it's a very 
holiday, the way I get ready is start feeling, I feel like once I start feeling cozy, I start feeling relaxed. Right. I feel like I actually enjoy the holidays yeah. without getting stressed out about it. Yeah. That's, that's fair. And like so this, yeah. yeah. And that's a good tradition. The, the he, 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 I yeah. was actually listening to Freakonomics, mm-hmm. shout out Freakonomics, yeah. um, the podcast, they were talking about he, and it, it's, it's funny because we we try as North Americans we try to implement that coziness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For them, it's a whole like a, a life lifestyle. Movement. It's a whole lifestyle, yeah. and you're it's just part like, of your day. It's part of your yeah. life. Yeah. yeah. And the 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 guy was just saying like for his first time moving to I think he was going to Scandin Scandinavia 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 is yeah. a group of countries and he he was just like. The first time getting here, I was not accustomed to it because I'm a guy. And, you know, every time you think a man has this coziness, it's just like he's a little flamboyant. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I've actually thought about it like that. Because when you go to guys' apartments, very masculine, very, like, messy. And you're just like, where's your zen? Like, where's your peaceful area, you know? So I think that's so cool. Like, when, for me, culturally, if if your house is cozy and warm mm-hmm. it's like inviting people it's like a mm-hmm. welcoming thing yeah that's why like the, when we came into your house i was like it's so nice in here it's very warm it was oh. warm and that's just, I, you know what's funny as soon as i walked in i turned to sharon and i'm like it smells like cooking and baking yep. and candles oh. and like sharon has like all like twinkle lights yeah, and like a little so star pretty. up and on her back door and it's just like so like like fun and cozy and twinkly and, and but like and it's funny because like your decorations are Christmassy yeah but like because they're up and it's like in the season yeah like it's like my favorite thing yeah, yeah. that's so and I feel like even just doing that like I think I'm gonna be putting up like some lights around like some of our bay windows yeah, in the house yeah. and like we have indoor outdoor lights and yeah. just I like literally people decorate the outside of their houses like yeah. with lights I'm gonna be decorating all around the windows in my house <laughs> yeah. with lights because literally I don't want to have any lights on but just Christmas lights and just some on my, on my vortex and I'm all <laughs> bright and green lights everywhere in the house so like, nice. just, be, like, just be so like cozy and yeah. holiday and Christmas I, I love, yeah. and love you'll feel good right yeah. you'll be doing something that is magical honestly yeah. like how often do you get to do that and not feel weird because I think you could do it any time of the year but it's a festive feeling yeah like, oh my god I'm gonna have a hot cocoa I'm gonna yeah. wear like the little blankets with me I'll have a sweater that's yeah. made of yeah. really thick yarn yeah I'll watch oh, Home Alone goodness. for like the 17,000th time oh right? my god and also it's Home Alone 2 Lost in New York is like OG I'm sorry I feel like Home Alone's one of the very few movies that the sequel is better than the first one I agree I do I like the second agree. one better than the first yeah. too yeah. yeah it's crazy yeah. So Peter McAllister, the father. The father. The father. <laughs> and the mom's Canadian. Did you know that? Yeah, no, Catherine O'Hara. She's really? also yeah. She's on Schitt's Creek right now. The, the show with by um, Eugene Levy and Dan Levy. Oh, yeah. I didn't know she was Canadian. That yeah. She was I like yeah. her. Yeah. She's great. I like her a lot. Her character in Schitt's Creek is like one of the greatest characters ever written. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's amazing. Oh really? Yeah. She's she's like she's like a she's like she's like a soap like a soap star like she's like an actor. Tris and uh, sorry guys really yeah. off topic <laughs> uh, well I'll let Sharon go into like her holiday feelings but I just gonna yeah. talk about Shit's Creek quickly yeah. it's on Netflix watch it yeah. uh, true uh, fans of Dan Levy who watch the after after show Oh, MTV. For, the, for MTV with the Hills and MTV I'm Live. Gonna, oh I'm going to check it out. Let me know. Leave your name it. in the comments to let me know if you guys also watch the After After Show for Laguna Beach and the Hills with oh. Dan Levy and Jesse Crookshank. Hey. And if yeah. Dan Levy, if you ever hear this, like ever. 
I love you and I've been watching you on TV for like 12 years and I'm so proud to see like Canadian like talent and art and people who kind of grinded to do something that's been like Emmy nominated with like such big people but like his dad remember his dad was in American Pie Eugene Levy. Yeah. He was the dad yeah. of Jason. I love that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. yeah he so was, um, he was one of the, fa- I don't know if he was a founding member, but he was on SCTV. Yes. Which is like the, the, it was like in the 80s, 70s, and 80s. Catherine O'Hara, John Candy. Yeah. And Dan then, um, what was her name? And she has the, um, the organizations. Oh, um, and she had dark hair. She has dark hair. And she's yeah. Skinny. She had, she had, can- I think she had cancer. Angela. Oh, I don't know if I'm. I no, she know. had, um, her name started with a G. Gilda, Gilda Radner. Oh yeah, Gilda Radner was one of the first people on SCTV, and I think she had cancer because I think there's an organization called Gilda's ha- Gilda's House. Okay, I think that helps with people who have like cancer to find like community and stuff. No, I think she passed away. I think she was sick. I think she passed away a while ago. Wow. But I think Gilda Radner was like one of the first people too. Huh. But I think she was also on. I don't know if she was also on SNL. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Big names, but like. Wow. That went right over my head. People. It's a good show. Um, you gotta watch it. It's, it's, good. On it's on Netflix. Is that Netflix? It is. Yeah, right? it's on Netflix. Five, it there's five seasons. Yeah. I think season six finished on TV, and I think season either six or season seven is her last season. Yeah. Is it like The Office humor? Is it like Canadian? I don't know. I wouldn't like say. Um, it's like a whole like storyline. It's like about a really really wealthy family, and like they lose all their money and embezzlement, Everything. and the only thing that they have to their name is like this. Uh, this town that they bought as a joke called Shit's Creek. Right. Because it was like, haha, like paddling up Shit's Creek, hoo uh, hoo, like yeah, funny, right. like knee slapper. And I think they, they bought the this town as a joke. But that's all they For have. like the sun. And then it was the only thing not taken away from them. So they yeah, end up moving yeah. there. And like, so it's David and Alexis, which are brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. And then after uh, Johnny Rose and Catherine O'Hara's character. Yeah. Who I'll is like. Love her. Yeah, you know. Love Catherine O'Hara. Because also, I don't. I mean, we talked about this last time, exhausting it, but like the office type of humor. Yeah. Like, that's why I don't. I don't follow Will Ferrell or what's the other guy from Steve Carell, Talladega Nights with the curly. He's from. Oh, oh I know exactly who you mean. He's yeah, also in Step Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, if it's uh, not, John C. Riley. Yes. Oh yes. yeah, the shorter guy. It's just that's what. It, but I'll check it out. Yeah. I'll give it a fair chance. Yeah. And then we'll I, I, I feel like Schitt's Creek is like, it's a CBC show, so it's like Canadian comedy, but I feel like it's a show. Have you seen like Kim's Convenience? Mm-mm. Have you seen... The gas um, station, gas corner. Yeah, yeah. Like, but gas Corner Gas... Corner, corner Gas. Corner Gas yeah. I wasn't really into. It was yeah. funny. Can I hear the comedy? It was Schitt's funny. Creek, I don't know. It's just like the humor like I love when there's a show where there's no laugh track because right. I don't need a laugh track to know what I need to laugh and I feel like the humor like there's different things because I've watched it with Adam and it's like there's things that I've laughed at that Adam was like oh okay it's funny and then, but then there's things that Adam picks up he's like oh that was That's, funny yeah. and I'm like oh I didn't find it as funny but like yeah. but there's just a lot of it and just the characters are just yeah. like because they're just like super wealthy rich people now they're like in a community extra. that's like real imagine like northern Ontario yeah. imagine right. being in like yeah. Downtown Toronto, living in Yorkville, and then having to move to like Kes in the middle of like like outside of Keswick or outside of like Waterloo yeah. into like a tiny town of only like but a couple thousand people. I think gotcha. that's the novelty okay. with the show. It's right. not really the humor. It's the fact that you have a family that had everything, and they don't have yeah. to function with nothing. Uh, so being able to watch them and be like, that's so normal to walk to the store, but it's right. weird for them. Yeah, they have to so. They I think the first episode they 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 don't understand it. Right. Yeah, they can't identify with. 
the common people. They were rich, and everything was taken away from them. So I think that's what the novelty is. You're like, what's going to happen? How are they going to deal with this? They had to stay at a hotel or a motel, one of the first Yeah, yeah they, own, they own the motel. I think they oh, they own, own it. They own but the they town. They didn't know how it worked. They own the motel. It's a great show. I'll check yeah, it out. So I'll check good. it out. Five out of five. I, 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 I have heard you. You sound convincing. Next next episode, we'll, I'll let you know. I'll let you guys know how, how it went. They're, they're very good characters, and I feel like there's just oh. a lot of visibility, too, in how like they film and... Right. And uh, they touch upon like some different things. Yeah, and I really, I, I really like. It. I think it's done in a way that's very lighthearted and funny. But there mm-hmm. is still a lot of hidden meetings without it being like a "This is us," where it's like you're heavy uh, and you're crying. Okay. Yeah. But there are moments where like there was a couple of moments, and I'm not gonna like because you guys haven't seen it. But there was a couple of moments like a few seasons ago with like David and like somebody that he's seeing, and I was yeah. like, oh. <laughs> like my heart, like I love this, and like Adam came home, he's like, "What the fuck's wrong?" And I'm just sitting there, tears <laughs> down my face. I'm like, "It's okay, I'm fine. I'm okay. Yeah. It's a TV yeah. show, but it's great. <laughs> it is good. It's funny. I'll it's really it. funny. Okay, so we're gonna just like take a step back because we were talking about TV show. Take it back. Um, but yeah, Shit's Creek. If you guys ever wanted to talk about your show ever again, hit us up. Let us know. Or if you guys want to reach out and say like, "Hey, like, hello, send us a message on Anchor. You can always send us a voice note." Um, please, please, just do us a favor. Do you a favor? Just like, subscribe. Check us out. And let us know what your favorite show on Netflix is right now. Maybe we can even start putting together a little series for you guys of for like our favorite for the holidays, our yeah. favorite yep. binge worthy TV shows, movies, yep. series that we think that you guys should do while you're home for the holiday. So That's leave true. us a comment. Let us know what you guys are watching. And maybe we'll even do. Uh, a little podcast where we'll chat and watch one of your favorite shows or favorite episodes. I was actually going to suggest for fun that what we can do is I can recommend something to you. You recommend something to her and to me. Mm-hmm. Shows we've never watched. Yeah. Just watch one episode. And then we'll come back and we'll be like, what did we think of okay. it? With, no, we can't tell each other anything about the show. Okay. We can just say, I've never seen it. Do you want to okay. do that? Let's sure. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So what would you recommend for Sal? Oh, we're doing that oh, right now. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Just, just, just oh. to write down the show. Okay. Like, so you have Netflix, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let me think of like... Honestly, I know I spoke a lot about it, but I say like, watch Shit's Creek. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like... I feel like... I feel like... I feel like you'd really find it funny. Mm. I feel like it's very lighthearted, and it's not like... I feel like there's sometimes where there's days where it's like, I'll want to watch a show, and I'm like, oh, I really want to fucking watch this. Yeah. But it's like a lot, and you gotta really pay attention. I feel like Shit's Creek, it's like, you can be like, having a down day, and having a good day, and having yeah. like an ant day. Yeah. But I just want to sit down and watch something that's gonna be funny, and that's gonna have a storyline that I can pay attention to. Yeah. Yeah. I say watch it, Creek. They're twenty minute episodes, twenty twenty five yeah. minute episodes. Which is nothing. Yeah. And, and, it. and it's one of those yeah. things where if you really like it, you list. can binge it. On my list. Yeah. Shaw. Yep. I would recommend. There's so many shows on Netflix, you guys. Um, I would recommend Bates Motel. Oh. Have you watched it? I seen part of one episode, but I will watch that. Please. Yeah. Okay. It, it's, it's. Are you a big fan of Psycho? I love Psycho. Like this Psycho one is like he has a weird relationship with his mom. Yes. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll watch yes. this. I'm not saying that it isn't related to my situation, but it's interesting. Yeah, a weird relationship. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't mean it like that because she's the only mother of the girl. Yeah. Not, but no it's, relation it's, it's at all. very like perplexing because you're like what it is and it's also uh it deals with with a lot of how you know predisposition 
relationships mm. make one psychotic but not psych- like you know in this show he's very aware of mm. what he's doing but he's unaware of what's real and what's not okay. uh, and because of the weird dynamic with his mom yeah. it, it's almost like his mom is obsessed with taking care of him but he doesn't see that then at some point he falls in love with her it's so twisted. Okay. So he falls in love with her and he's like, okay, she's a perfect Sharon's woman. not going to sleep tonight. She's yeah, going like, to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I literally... Sharon, I wrote it down. So Sharon's going to show up so at work good. tomorrow just tired. Like, hey guys, I've oh been watching Bates Motel all night. Yo. It's, so it's twitching a little. Like, oh my God. And you know, after... I'm now in season five, but season one, I was like, this is such a... Who would think of this? This is so oh, twisted, right? So After season five, I'm like, <gasps> okay, I did not see that coming. I watched oh, season cool. one, but like yeah. years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What'd you yes. think? It was great. Yeah. But I watched it, but I think it was before they they even put season two up. Right. And then I ended up getting into other stuff, and then I never got back into it. Okay. So yeah. Bad. Okay. So Definitely gonna watch that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Melissa, I watch a lot of TV. Man. I know. There's two <laughs> things I'm thinking of. And you can choose one of the two. Okay. The first thing is the documentary about Gypsy Rose. Ooh. No, I haven't seen it. Do you guys know about this? No. You you, you told gave, you I told me you. about this last week. Yeah. I think. You're like if you have time, and you Watch sent me this, and you sent me the it was like an hour and a half. Yeah, right? I'll, and I'll send it to you just for shits and giggles. Yeah, okay, we'll so do. I'll just side note at, at work we have uh, we use Teams and we have a group called Dark Reality and we put in a whole bunch of really cool things. This guy named Mark, he was on who set up the group and he called it Gypsy Rose. So I'll tell you what Gypsy Rose is, and it's fucked. It's a true story. Okay. It's a mother who had a a daughter and she pretends that her daughter is, has all these illnesses to get all this attention and money so she has, gets all the surgery done she pretends her daughter has cancer and then her mother is murdered and then you find out the backstory about like how it was all bullshit do you know how about no I, I mean I heard a podcast on Sword and Scale about this it is legend. Gypsy Rose oh. you gotta watch it and the funny thing is if you have Hulu or IPTV the act is based on that, and it's so the good. Act? The act, yeah, it has. Who's that with? Uh, Chloe Savini. Um, okay. I love her. She's from Kids. Um, and uh, there's some other people. The girl who acts, who is actually Gypsy Rose. Yeah. Looks exactly like a real Gypsy Rose. The mom is uh, Patricia Arquette. Oh, okay. Oh my god, you gotta watch. Oh, her. I love her. She's so good. She's such a great actress. So the Gypsy Rose, Melissa, you gotta watch this. It's extremely twisted. Just so you guys know, anyone who's watching during the, podcast, the day, during the day, it's not for everyone. Right. And it's one of those things where you learn and you unravel the entire story. And you know how I felt like when I was watching it, and I don't want to. I'm saying this without giving you too much information. I felt like I was in a room and I kept like oscillating between different thoughts. I'm like, too many things are going on right now. Right. It's like you're left like at the edge of your seat, like, oh my god, it couldn't get any more. Fuck this. Right. Fucked up. So. Oh my gosh, oh, guys. Get I'm excited. Gonna, this I'm is gonna a daytime fall. show. Get excited. Mm-hmm. Make a note. Send us along too. I'm going <laughs> to be falling. I, I can already tell I'm going to fall into a vortex. I have a really bad habit. Like, I will watch a show. And if it's like a show that's based on like true events, yeah. as I'm watching the show, I'm Googling the people. Light, yeah. I'm on Wikipedia. I'm yeah. on IMDb. I'm yeah. figuring out. All like the trivia, the goofs, what they fucked up on, what they did well in, and like I have a feeling I'm gonna fall into a very, 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 very very deep hole. 
I, I'm nervous. So if you guys don't hear from me in three days, it's because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just finding out more about Gypsy Rose. The so vortex good. did not take her. Gypsy yeah. Rose. Gypsy Rose. We'll check in to make sure you're okay, though. But it is. Yeah, ex- will. You will love oh. this because you and I were watching the Ted Bundy, the Ted Bundy files. Yeah. And oh it's like gosh. anything with true crime is so fascinating to me. I think can, you'll really can enjoy I this. Just tell you, you will about Ted Bundy. Oh. The, I, I watched two episodes and I was like. This happened 30 years ago, yeah. and yeah. I'm still anxious. The, yeah. the guy just came into someone's apartment, and yeah. he was, like, at a party, like a regular dude. I don't know why it scares me to my core, and this man is dead. He's long and gone. Yeah. He's just... I couldn't watch past two episodes. I was just like... But you know why? I think, this is my thought, it's because he lived amongst people and looked like he lived a normal life. Yeah. Because yeah. people have the stigma of what... What serial killers look like, That's and true. like that they're reduced to look a certain way. This guy, so like look at Marilyn Manson. Like yeah, Marilyn Manson, Manson has like oh tattoos God, all over his yeah. face and I'm the boobs. swastika signs, yeah. and and he look like he looks crazy. Yeah, and like and then you see like Ted Bundy, and like you know all these women fall all over him, and yeah. like I yeah. get I get it. He was, he was a charming. Good. He was he was charming. He was, he was textbook good looking. Yep. Yeah. And and it's funny because it's kind of like one of those memes where they talk about how women are all into true crime. Yeah. But it's true it's though so because true. It's, it's it's interesting. Yeah. So interesting to see how these people, like you're, like you're right, that are part of everyday normal society. Yeah. Are just n- not the the ones you least expect. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was like, I think he dropped did, out of school. And did he not say that in one of his later tapes that? Uh, everyone has this notion because he was now admitting to the crime. Yeah, he admitted to I think forty something. Right, but there might and, have been and then more. Because he, he did it through like a third. He did it like third person. He's like, oh yeah. He's like, I'm not gonna. So yeah. sorry to interrupt, but I remember in Ted Bundy tapes, he was yeah. like, yeah, like I'm not like admitting to these. Like, and any and, and anybody who's listening, like, correct us if our if we are wrong. Like yeah. in the comments, yeah. let us know. Leave us a comment. Reply. Let us know. But he supposedly made a comment saying, yeah, well. I didn't do any of this, yeah. but if it was me, yes. this is how but I would exactly. do it. Yeah. And then that's when he said everything like word for word, yeah. like what he did. And it was like just checking off yeah. things that were happening. And he brought up, I think he brought up things like murders that were known and ones that were that unknown were, yeah. of women who were missing yeah. that he was linked and to. And he's been doing that for, for a long, long time. time. My, but my point was he, he said at some point, because I, I was like, I just need to fast forward from like the second episode to the last and just mm-hmm. I know what happened but I just want to see what happened right yeah. so at some point he says um, everyone has a notion of what a, su- uh, a murderous person looks like mm-hmm. but I didn't look like a murderer and I'm like bro you yeah. can't be saying those things because he just he looked so normal yep. he had dropped out of school yes. and he was you know, infringing on law, but he was saying that he he wanted to be a lawyer, so he just yeah. told his mind that he is a lawyer, and he, he just introduced himself as a lawyer. He like, represented himself. Yeah. That's how intelligent yeah. he is. Yeah. But he's also, you know, what what is really interesting? You were talking about the confession tapes and how he was talking to third person. Yeah. That's why he's smart because you can't convict him because he didn't own it. But he literally right. is also narcissistic. So he wanted people to know how intelligent he was and how he killed. And he wanted to know people that he wanted to tell people it was him without being like, yo, it was me. Exactly. He'd be like, like, well, it wasn't me, but like, if it was me, this is exactly what I would do. And it's like, it's crazy. The chills. Yeah. And if if they came up with, because I'm still waiting for a documentary or like a uh docuseries about uh Carla Hamoka and Paul Hamoka. Yo. Uh, I'm oh like, yo, god. Like, I'm not oh Paul Bernard they're from Scarborough. 
What? They're from Dean Park. Do you know where Dean yeah. Park is? No. I used to live I off didn't... there. Um, more, um, Middleville and 401. They found the bodies in Scarborough Bluffs. Yeah. What the fuck? Because yeah. I remember once... <laughs> I'm sorry. I remember once I wanted to go to Scarborough Bluffs, and uh-huh. I remember my aunt turned to me, and she she passed away now. But I remember she turned to me, and she was like, "Um, you're not going there." And it was yeah. like in like the late '90s, early 2000s. I'm like, "Oh, like the Bluffs sound like cool to go to." And she's like, yeah. "Um, no, <laughs> that's where they found people, yeah. like because of them." And I'm like, oh, "Okay, yeah. then like." And now it's, it's like, twisted. and I remember that. I remember I forgot how old I was, but I remember when I found that out. And I was like, oh, it, it like kind of hit closer to home. I'm like, shit, man. And yeah. like, he went to University of Toronto Scarborough. Yes. And my sister, uh, a long time ago, used to go. And um, she said that his photo on the composite of like the class was scr- kept, was scratched out so bad because people would vandalize the photo they had they took it down and then i think they ended up reprinting a new one without him on there because he graduated from there with like a bachelor's right decision to make like yeah like there was just there there was there was vandalism on like on school property because he was like after like all like everything came out yeah they like i I think my sister like when she went there was trying to find and i think at around that time they they removed it that's fucked. yeah but yeah, that one would fuck me up. That's if they, really if they did a fire. Does she live in Montreal now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's part of like witness protection or she something. She is, yeah. But she's like a teacher or something. So people. I would, she's, she's around she's children. A, she's a yeah, teacher. Yeah, she's, she's at a daycare. Like, I remember. I, she's around children. And like, it's weird because people in Quebec don't realize how severe and serious it is. It's like, yeah. yo, she killed her sister. Yeah, like, like she, they with raped her boyfriend. Yeah, with her boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah, and like I, I would commit suicide to be honest. Like oh I would be God. like, because there's no way. How would you? Yeah. How would you get out and reimburse yourself into society or reimmerse yourself into yeah. society yeah. and have this tainted notion? That's right. Like you know what I mean? I just. But anyway, we completely sidetracked. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a good topic. Let's holidays. Talk about the holidays. Yeah. What's your preparation method, styles? What are we looking like? For the holidays? Yeah. Uh, the first thing I do is I look at my calendar and I block out dates that I cannot see anyone. And mm-hmm. I try to do that like at least realistically once a month, a Sunday for myself. And I'll book like a massage and you'll use up those benefits because you need one. Um, that's one thing. And then I try to budget because this time of the year is really, really tough. Yeah. So like thinking about, like we were talking about earlier, like kids, like if you mm-hmm. do parties, I have a really big family and I do a lot of Christmases. It's exhausting. Yeah. And so I always try to make sure I get the kids who I know I'm gonna see. Mm-hmm. And to know that I have to make the calls like a month and a half in advance. We have a group chat for both my families, both sides. And it's like, yo, we're gonna do at this person's house this year. And like, then I'll know how many kids and then I'll budget. And then we do Chris Guide Santa kind of a running joke mm. but like we do bad santa and someone keeps regifting the egg genie <laughs> <laughs> yo my cousin christine if you're listening this girl is like the budget was like 30 bucks and we my uncle was laughing because he checked it on amazon he's like 8.99 it's his own daughter he's like you're fucking cheap <laughs> so people would regift it and people would put it in different boxes so you wouldn't know right and like it oh was just God, hilarious and no one yeah. uses it and it's you know what it is it's just boil it's like you put eggs on a tray and you put them in the microwave. Uh, but it's an edgy, it's what? just a waste of space. So I that, that 
Yeah. Did it have like an infomercial? It does exactly what it is. <laughs> I think it's Starfruit. I'm going to Google it right now. But it's the Egg Genie and everyone keeps giving it away. And people get angry because when they open. So you know how bad Santa works? Yeah. Like so every time you open it and you see something like KitchenAid or fucking like some kitchen thing, everyone gets fucking pissed. <laughs> like what the fuck? You'd rather I get love like, KitchenAid stuff. Yo, but if it's like things that you don't need like another coffee maker from like 1988 uh, okay, that yeah, people get re-gifting. Yeah. yeah. Egg true. Genie. I th- yeah, it's infomercial. Oh my god. It's from Canadian Tire. <laughs> oh, it's, this is not 30 bucks. This is a lie. There's no way. But it's like... So does it cook the, the eggs or like... It boils them. Then boils them. You put them in the microwave and it's like having a boiled egg. Oh my god. So it's I like, like you, you crack the egg yeah. in it? Yeah. And oh, it I makes like a one. soft egg? Yes. <laughs> I think Sal should go to your Christmas. Yeah, you want to come to the Christmas? Yes. Guaranteed you'll get it. I, listen. This is the egg genie. <laughs> like to make Big the boss. Egg. <laughs> that is so cool. If you guys check out the link, eggs? if you guys check out the link in today's podcast, yeah, we'll post see. a photo of the what the egg genie actually <laughs> looks like. This is the worst. Can you cook? Like, can you crack an egg in there and then cook it? Like, I'm gonna be very honest with you. They've been circulating this for eight years, I think. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I've never used it because I don't want to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> I could go with life without eggs because of this thing. Really? Literally, when you open it and you see the red, people get pissed. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, anyways. Did, did you ever get it and no. have to bring it home? I got, uh, no, I never had to. Um, it's always, like, someone who, like, really doesn't deserve it. Like, a younger kid who's like, this is great. And it's like, no, it's no, no, no. The, the parents are like, take that shit back. Yeah. Yeah. Because they and have so, to come home with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's like to prepare. I love one. Egg Genie? Okay, you know, come to my family party. Yeah, just, someone will, they'll give it to you. I, 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 I'm not giving it back. D- don't, trust me, girl. Take it. I need it. <laughs> it's not even open. No one will use it. Bring it open. Okay, trust me. That or like, I oh, find that like people give away like Bluetooth speakers. Yeah. Because yeah. they're like really cheap. But it's like now it's gone to the point where it's like, okay. like okay, really kind of over it. it. Who's even home to listen to the Bluetooth speaker? You know what I'm saying? So that's for, okay, so holidays and then like preparing. So like Makai spends half of the holidays with his dad and half with me. And uh, oh, Mr. Snacks. Ah, my buddy from work. Um, so uh, <laughs> Mr. Snacks. Mr. S- I'll tell you guys about him. He's hilarious. <laughs> but um, yeah, so this year Makai will be with his dad on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day he'll be with me. But I want to talk to you guys quickly about Mr. Snacks. It's a guy that I work with. Vishal, what's up? If you're listening to the podcast. What's up? This guy is always fucking eating. I created an account on Twitter, but I deleted already called What Vishal Eats. <laughs> and it was hilarious. And the thing oh, is like... I, I actually followed you, it. You did? Oh, I deleted it. And I'll tell you guys after, after this, off this. It's not bad, but it's... Um, but yeah, it was hilarious because it was every two minutes I turn around and I see him eating something and he gets snacks from the States because he goes there a lot. He goes to Buffalo a lot. And I asked him, I'm like, can you get me cookie butter? But what I found out is like, cause I used to think, oh, you can only get it in the States, Trader Joe's. They, they sell a P- PC they sell a- sales of brand now. Yeah. It's Speculos. 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 Yeah, yeah. It's like that gingerbread. Yeah. Oh. It's so good. Oh, okay. So he brought it back and I ate like 75% of it and I ate some of it. Okay. <laughs> but like he, every time I turned him, he's like, he's got like cheese it or like, like Oreo cookies. One time, like he had like a fucking pizza. <laughs> what the fuck? But honestly, Yo. like, like snack food in the States. So even if they sell it here, it's the stuff that's actually made in the States. Yeah. It's so much it better. Does. Like so Cheez-Its. Oh, so good. He oh has my Buffalo God. wing ones. 
And I'm like, yeah. Even the flavors that they have are totally different than here. Yo. You just taste better. Yeah. It just tastes better. Exactly. So literally. Like, we have cheese nibs, like, which is, like, the same kind of idea. Like, the crackers. Good. I think it's called cheese nibs. Yeah. But, like, the, the states have Cheez-Its. And, yeah. like, they just taste like, so like, they're flor- fluorescent orange. Yes. Which is, like, really what the color of cheese is. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. But, like, for real, like, they're delicious. So good. So he literally will take orders, and the joke is in his drawer. Yeah. People will just go by, and they'll just get, oh, I feel like having a cookie, and they'll open it up. And he's and he so cool something. about it. It's so sweet. What? And it's hilarious, because the other day, he's really funny. He's really nice. He's, he's the way my soul. He's cool. He's cool. I love food. Oh, girl. Every time, I don't know how he fits all that food in his drawer. Because I look at him, and I laugh all the time. I'm like, what's he eating now? And, like, literally something new. And like the best. Oh, one time he brought, oh my god, an AW two liter right. at his desk. I'm like, yo, can I have some? He's like, yo, for sure. I took like a, a glass and I was just like drinking. It's hilarious. This guy, he has cereal work, the churro cereal that he leaves it. It says Vishal. It's like this guy's jokes. He's literally he just eats everything. Yeah, this fucker's gonna make me fat. Like honestly, he Is just he sits fat? there. No. He's lean? No, I don't know. He has the metabolism of of a fucking five year old boy. Jesus. Like he eats a lot. Right. And it's like I respect it because he just enjoys food. He does research. Yeah. Like, did you guys know that Tim Hortons is going to have a cereal? No. no. Yeah, they're going to have cereal. And, like, I saw it on Twitter. Is it going to be, like, like, like t- called, like, Timbits or something? Yeah, like, some, it's, it's like something it's like that. Flavor. Yeah, it's Timbit um, cereal. And yeah. I was, I looked at him. I'm like, I saw this on Twitter. I was like, oh, yeah, they announced that, like, two. And I'm like, he does his research. He's like, oh, yeah, they, they've been talking about that for, like, three months. And I'm like. I think that's amazing. All right. Yeah. I call him Bulk Barn 2.0. <laughs> oh, my God. Literally, I, I don't even do good Bulk Barn anymore. He's crazy. But anyways, that is how I prepare for the holidays. <laughs> and that was Mr. Snacks. Yeah, I Mr. Snacks. To, to, to be real, I thought it was going to be a different type of story. You know, Mr. Snacks giving you snacks. Well, girl, like, that would not be coming from this one. He'd be coming from my Mr. That's, Snacks. That's what I was like. This is more like Mr. Baby Carrot. Because he's a baby. I was going to say, which, which Mr. Snacks, you know, like... That's that's where I thought the story was going. And I was like, oh, he like he actually he actually eats food. Eats, oh, oh he actually, oh, he actually like, eats snacks. It's yeah, food. Oh, it's food. Damn, okay, it's uh, just food. Yeah, the normal kind. Oh, food you put in your mouth. Yeah, man. I think preparing for the holidays. I think that takes. It should take a couple of months, but yeah. not like really planning, just yeah. because. You know, last month we were talking about wellness and mm-hmm. how to prepare for the holidays. For me, it's it's an anxiety-inducing holiday. It's just, yeah. as soon as you get older, it's just like, oh, you have your own place? Should mm-hmm. you go to your parents on Christmas Eve or have host your own Christmas party? Mm-hmm. Um, so this yeah. year, this is my first, even though I've been in my apartment for almost two years, this is my first actual December that I am in my own place. So it's my first Christmas in my own house. So I'm like... Okay, I can't afford the $100 Christmas tree, but I'm going to buy, like, a little miniature, and it's, like, yeah, oh, 35 bucks, you know? So, you know, I, this whole year has been a little emotional, up-and-down roller coaster. So, for me, preparing for the holidays is is communicating those expectations, just managing those expectations with your friends and family, mm. um, do, doing things like Chris Crinkle, like we were talking earlier, mm-hmm. you know, the bad Santa... It's yeah. it's some of those things that mitigate your finances because when November comes in, I get angsty because I'm like, oh, I have two pay stubs. One is for myself. Mm. The other one is for end of month, December rent, yeah. right? Then you have two paychecks in December where like, maybe I have time to go Christmas shopping or maybe I don't. So for me, preparing for the holidays, I like to shop early. So on those Black Friday sales, 
I'm not cheap, I'm frugal, but I like looking for sales. And if I can find it online during Black Friday, then yeah. I, I, I avoid all those lineups that get, I swear people anxiety. Like, I can't go to the mall. Like, during Boxing Day, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you go, go line up. I'm. Absolutely I'm okay. not. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I've been to yeah. a mall on Boxing, yeah, Boxing Day. Okay. You don't even want to think about it. You want to be in yeah. bed. It's the day after Christmas. It's, it's so... It's, it's yeah. nerve-wracking, right? But then, even with that, having my, my own Christmas, like this mm. year is the first year I was telling you guys, my parents are going to be in the Maldives, and wow. I'm not going to see them for all of December. Mm. So, you know, me being the older sister, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's, so, it's cool. And then I'm like... You're leaving me. Oh. <laughs> but I completely but, understand. So for me, it's just shopping early for those deals. Yeah. And also managing expectations so that you're not overwhelmed yourself. So, yeah. you know, not overcommitting yourself because you could say, yeah, I'm available on Tuesday until nine o'clock and mm-hmm. then I'm going to go to my other friend's party and then I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. Just, you know, take a time. And sometimes it's cool to say no to those expectations. Even your company's holiday party is just like you know oh, i'm not really yeah. feeling like i want to go or even your all your friends are like hey, yeah you should be my plus one you know it's just managing those expectations yeah and, and finally i've always worked on christmas eve day just so that i can spend time with my family christmas eve night right and i always work christmas day so historically it's been time and a half so i'm like yeah make that money on the holidays but then people come and they tell you, oh, you didn't get Christmas off today. And I'm like, I chose to come to work to yeah. make sure that your experience is a good yeah. experience. You know what I mean? So yeah. don't tell people in the hotel industry or hospitality, oh, you, you're here. Sucks to be you. We, we chose to. We chose to be here. So, yeah. it, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like when I try to get my team all out at a decent time mm. so that they can have time to go spend with their family. It's really important for people who celebrate it. But even there, I've worked Christmas days where there's an Islam group in-house. So going to do the natural, like, American, mm, right? You yeah. don't celebrate Christmas. But I've also met some Muslims who celebrate Christmas just because of their families. They grew up here. They're not orthodox islam right so it's it's preparing for the holidays is just one of those things like you just have to budget and just manage people's expectations as well as your own yeah that's how i prepare yeah. for the holidays yeah. Yeah. that's good yeah it's crazy it's stressful it's just like it's stressful it can be a lot yeah yeah like you think that you have this time off to relax but if you think about it you're making time to go to other people's parties you don't really relax before you know it, you blink you're like Oh my god, it's New Year's almost. Yeah. Yeah. You don't relax at all. That's true. And we do have that. I think most people have the most time during that time to be with family. Yeah. And like we don't like it's like every day you're like I got to prepare for a party. Got to do Just so this. much expectations. I feel like and I and I and I also feel that those expectations can really is what really can make you resent the holidays and like like do you guys ever feel that get that feeling after. Christmas up to New Year's, it's like a burnt out feeling. Like you're yes. kind of working, you're kind of yeah. off work. People are kind of off. People are kind of in the office. People are kind of not in the office unless yes. your office is closed, which yeah. I've worked at jobs before where they've been closed during the holidays. Mm-hmm. And it's like a weird limbo that you're in. You're like, I don't know. It's like it's the holidays. It's it's kind of weird. And yeah. I feel like you feel almost like 
you had all these expectations, do all these things for the holiday, and then you look back and it's like you just spent again all your time yep. making other people happy people. and, and yeah. to do things because you're supposed to do them. And it's like I didn't even like it's like I'm exhausted. Yeah. It's like it's December twenty ninth and it's like whatever, I can't wait for it to be twenty twenty. Yeah. Like come on, let's just get New Year's Eve over and done with so yeah. I can just get back onto a schedule. I feel like sometimes I get that and I hate it and I yeah. and even when I was a kid I used to get it it's like that overwhelming oh, feeling even as a kid you got that because I feel like it was always like that overwhelming feeling it's like yeah December Christmas and we're gonna be Christmassy and we're gonna go out and we're gonna have parties yeah. and we're gonna have do like friend parents. stuff yeah. and go see family and then especially when you're younger it's like every weekend like you're seeing people and yeah. like mm-hmm. you're off for the holidays and you're doing stuff during the holidays and it's like you're almost at a point where like okay like I'm, re- I'm ready over for it to be the holidays mm-hmm. I just want to see people just to see them and not with the expectation that it's for Christmas or for any other reason. Yeah. Like, I do love the holidays, but, like, Sal, you're right. Like, you almost, like, you need to go into it. And the way, like, you're thinking too, Sharon, is that you need to create those boundaries and those lists to be like, hey, like, you know what? And I feel like this podcast is early enough that we're right at the end of November and and, and it can kind of maybe a goal for all you guys to sit down and look at your calendar for December and even you guys probably even have the rest of your month filled up but just really try to break up that time that you know what I'm going to this party maybe I'll leave like a half hour early and go home and like do a face mask and like watch an episode of my favorite show and just have like me chill time or you know what like this night instead of maybe like going out and and, and doing something I don't need to do. Maybe I'm going to sit in and have a glass of wine and, like, mm-hmm. do some online Christmas shopping and watch, like, a movie. And, yeah. And just... Because I feel like when you do things like that, I feel like that's when you feel that it really is, like, the Christmassy season. Yeah. Because, like, you're kind of, again, like, feeling cozy and feeling happy. I know especially for me. And it's... And then you can look back at the season and be like, hey, like, I did so much stuff on my own at home. Yeah. And really felt, like, Christmassy and... Yeah. But I've also done things with friends and family, and then yeah. I feel like you look back at it, it's like you still had that time. Yeah, you just for yourself to, to kind of like to just mellow out. Yeah, yeah. I, I also I also think like, of course, with managing expectations, setting those boundaries, and just mm-hmm. making sure, like even you know we were talking about it earlier, like for you, Mel, how do you guys navigate planning who goes to whose Christmas? Do you yeah. host it at your house? Do you you know your mom's doing it? And I think it's it's really important to just communicate it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because over the years, even when we were all kids, we were just like, oh, our parents are going, well, so I guess we're going with yeah. them. And then now as an adult, you're just like, right, I can make yeah. these decisions, right? That's the thing. And for me, it's, it's when managing the expectations in November, I already know what's happening New Year's Eve, just because it's, it's one of those things like, oh, right after Christmas is now... You, your New Year's Eve outfit. It's just like, yeah, you know, yeah. what am I doing for New Year's? I gotta kick off 2020 really well or next year really well and I gotta buy this outfit, I gotta do this. And sometimes, you know, after Christmas, Boxing Day, you're just like, all right, you know, it's time to just relax yeah. for a few days, just, you know, ingest the year and just remember that you actually did do what yeah. you said you would committed, you had committed to, mm-hmm. you know? So I think it's, once you manage those expectations of like, oh, my rent is paid, everyone has their gifts or yeah. not, or like with my family, it's more or less like, I'm just going to give you guys gift cards or Christmas cards, nothing too over the budget. Because if you don't set a budget, I find that's when you go overboard. That's when you're yeah. like, oh, I spent 200 on this person and 300 on this person, 20 on this one. So it's not balanced. And yeah. then at the end of the year, you're like, I said I would be financially stable. Where did all this money go? Right? Yeah. So I think it's, 
I think with planning, it's just it takes away that anxiety and just yep. telling yourself it's okay to relax. Yeah. It's okay to just you know take those two days, even if it's just Boxing Day that you have off. Just yeah. Take that day to be like, ooh, okay. Thankfully, I spent the time with my family. I spent the time with my loved ones, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And not trying, because before I was just trying to work. My family came second. Mm-hmm. So I was just like working, working, working every single Christmas. And I was like, no, it's just, I have a family too. I just need to make sure that they are yeah. here, right? Yeah. So I think with all of that, it just sums up the entire year of like what you're trying to do, you mm-hmm. know? But that's the thing too, right? Like, I think we, in our minds, the calendar year, it's like by the end of the year, everything has to be done, then I start from scratch. But yeah. you put so much pressure on yourself beforehand and then after. Yeah, and then it's supposed to be when you're like kickstarting your new year and you're like, I'm going to do these new things for myself. I'm going to rejuvenate my life. But then like you set a foundation that's so hard for yourself, like financially, mentally. And then like you're exhausted because you're like going back into like the daily routine of things and then like making sure that you're back on track. And it's hard because we're creatures of habit. So like you're so used to like doing things for other people. All of a sudden you're going to do something yeah. for yourself. And then you're like, how do I get to relax? Mm-hmm. You don't really get to. So that's exactly why planning is so important so that you have to think about like what happens after. Um, that's a wrap. Thank you so much to everyone for showing your continued support. Subscribe. Give us five stars. We are on iTunes, Google Play, and the Anchor app. In fact, we are using the Anchor app to record and host this podcast. So Anchor, thank you so much. And if you get onto the Anchor app, you are able to send us a voice message. So please do so. And connect with us on social media. We are on Twitter and Instagram, How Ladies Roll. And we're looking forward to sharing the next episode with you guys. Thanks so much. Bye.